Hey, I'm Alex. And I'm Christina. This is our podcast, Two Can Keep a Secret. Where we discuss the complicated and sometimes crazy show, Pretty Little Liars. You know it. You love it. And, and now, now we're, we're going to talk, talk about, about it. it. Welcome to episode 16 of Two Can Keep a Secret. My mind is blown. 16? I know. What a great age. <laughs> Why do I always say that's a Taylor Swift song. Nope, that's 15. Oh. oh, we should have said that for the last episode. Should have said that for the last Missed episode, but I had oper- done it for 14, so then I didn't want to say it again for 15. Like it, that it's a, t- a good age? Yeah, because oh. I was like, you know, better skip it. Better skip a beat. But I like that Taylor Swift song, 15. I feel like I cried the first time I heard it. Were you 15 when you first heard it? No. Okay. It wasn't. Fair. It's not. Uh, today we're going to be talking about season seven, episode 19, which is called Goodbye, My Lover. <laughs> what is it? Goodbye, My Friend. <laughs> oh, you have been the one. Okay, what, <laughs> what, what, what is it called? Farewell, My Lovely. Farewell, My Lovely. I was so close. You were very close. Damn it. But as they say, uh, no cigar. Close but no cigar. So this episode opens with... Good old Linda Tannarelli. Tannarelli is out to get the girl. She's hot on their trail. Yeah. I was going to say tail? Hot on their tail? Trail. Trail. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> She's hot on their trail. Yep. Um, Aria, next mm. up, Aria is, the, is like, this is the cliffhanger of the last episode. Mm-hmm. She's got a dead body in her trunk and a cop has pulled her over. And... I thought that this was actually just like a weird story that she made up, but she's actually locked her keys in yeah. the trunk. I noticed that because I rewatched the episode, mm-hmm. and uh, I noticed that she did that, and I was like, "Ooh, that hurts." <laughs> so um, this cop comes up, and he's actually super cute. I think he's giving uh, Detective Barry Maple a run for his money in the Uh-oh. cute, cute cop department of Rosewood. And he's all like, wiggle, 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 wiggle. He's like <laughs> bouncing her car up and down to get the yeah. thing open. Like, since when does that work? And she's freaking out. And uh, then he just randomly gets called away after he gets the trunk open. So no consequences there. No. Um, kind of a letdown because... <laughs> Nothing really happened. Right. Nothing really happened at all. And I guess that was about what was to be expected, really. <laughs> Come on. Um, and then, like, the rest of the crew is all together, and they think that Mona is AD. Yeah, they're very convinced now because Caleb and Ezra came upon her in the last episode with their infrared vision and saw that she had the game. So that, and he was like, oh, you can't fake that connection or, like, these, like, transistors yeah. or something like that. Ezra's just like, oh, my God. What is Ezra, what is he saying? I don't know. I, I didn't he was hear like, one thing he, he was said. giving a speech about, like, how they're oh. being assholes to Arya for yeah. not forgiving her. Because, like, everyone here is fucked up. Especially him. Yeah, he was like, who here hasn't done something <laughs> horrible that they totally regret and will have to live with forever? Let he who was without <laughs> sin cast the first stone. And everyone's like, boo. <laughs> everyone's like, get the fuck out. He's so gross, especially when he's mad and I hate it. And then he like storms out and Caleb follows him because bromance. And I think that when he gets mad, he bears his teeth even more than he normally does. Like, And it upsets no. me. It grinds my gears. It's, it's upsetting. It is upsetting. And Caleb's like, Ezra, wait. <laughs> I don't even know what he says to him. <laughs> don't go. He's like, <laughs> just kiss. Don't leave like this. <laughs> Never go to bed angry. 
my favorite piece of marital advice. I think that's the possibly stupidest it's piece of marital advice. the stupidest piece of advice you've ever heard in your life. You know what? Everyone has to go to bed. If you're mad, go to bed. You should still you go still, to bed. You People need, need to sleep. sleep. <laughs> Wait, which one do you have? Which one? Which saying do you hate more? Uh, happy wife, happy life. <laughs> <laughs> But like, but the thing about that one's stupidest as hell too. But <laughs> but the thing about the the never go to bed angry, it's just like that. It's like I've never been angry enough that I'm not gonna go to bed. Oh, I have. I've never. Oh, I've been angry to the point that I thought I would never sleep again. Um, that's never happened to me. But the other thing is, it's like it's. Like, I was watching a movie the other day. This is such a tangent. But I was Whatever. watching a movie the other day. Was watching What Lies Beneath. Ooh, oh spooky yeah and uh and there's just like a part where michelle pfeiffer is like so mad that she skips her dinner like she's like, <laughs> like about to eat dinner and then she's like so pissed that she's like just gets up and doesn't eat her dinner i'm like i have never been okay. so angry that i didn't eat i've never been so angry that i didn't eat but i have been so mangry mangry <laughs> man it's mangry because mangry i'm, I'm yeah, mad angry and angry but i have been so angry that i didn't sleep Oh my god. So I god. guess that tells you about my pyramid of priorities or whatever the fuck that's called. Well, <clears throat> in this case, Caleb doesn't want Ezra to leave. He thinks <laughs> there's something worth staying for, so whatever, I don't know. I love that. It's like such a bigger idea. Yeah. Um, and then it cuts to one of the weirder, but yet not the weirdest scene in this episode. Yeah. Which is Arya driving the dead body to meet up with I guess Spencer and everybody else. Yeah, she. Yeah, so she's like talking to this dead body. She's like, she's like, shh, back there. I know. It's like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I feel like it was just such a Twilight Zone moment of like, what? It was weird because like, it was just her and the body, and I feel like this acting that she was doing was for no one, no one's benefit except for the viewer. Do you know what I mean? Like, she wasn't trying to like play it up for ad or something like that she's just like legitimately lost it and is now just speaking to a dead body and is like making plans and like running it by the body (laughs) like you know and she was like oh but i still could i could just turn myself in and then like i could bring you to linda and like that'd be great what do you think about that like knock twice if you agree yeah seriously she's like okay i think you do agree (laughs) so let's do it and then like doesn't uh doesn't um Oh, maybe this comes up later. So Mona gets a message that says, time for pie. Pretty eyes. <laughs> it doesn't say pretty eyes. <laughs> okay, just time for pie. <laughs> I just um, wanted to say pretty eyes because it reminded me of when they eat pie in that place and that lady's always like, what'll it be, pretty eyes? Isn't that the same place that they go? Isn't that the same place? It looks like the same place. Is it not no the same? Clue. I have no clue. Fuck, there's so many roadhouse diners in Rosewood. Like, they all look the same. Yeah, Mona goes to go look at the game. After she's come back from getting herself some takeout, she looks a fucking mess. And, uh... takeout. She does. I thought... You know what I thought, actually, during that scene? She's wearing, like, a hoodie and, like, some army pants and some Uggs. Not unlike how I'm dressed right now. And I thought, wow, what a realistic outfit. Like, I would wear that outfit to go get takeout. Yeah. This is so... Like, they're not just... She's not just glamorous for no reason. This is so realistic. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Fucking AD. They're just like us. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, she opens the box and the game is gone, as you said already. And um, and there's a note. Pie. It's time for pie. So she and knows what she that knows means. she knows what that means. She goes to, a, I mean, we'll see it later on, but 
she goes to a um a restaurant that actually has a sign that says time for pie in the window like in neon lights yeah it does and so like so the rest of the crew like hannah and caleb and spencer they're like trying to head her off Mm -hmm. at this place Mm -hmm. and um are they the ones who left the note oh no I, i think ad actually left the note but then, but then remember, they, in? like, they were sneaking, uh, Caleb was taking Hannah to go talk to Mona. That's what they decided they were going to do. They're like, we need to convince her to, like, we need to capture her so that she can, like, confess to what she's done because we're convinced that she's AD. Yeah. And then when they go to get her, that's when Mona's leaving to go get pie. And then they follow her. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So they did not plant that letter. Just to no. confirm that. Well, I mean, I don't think they did. Okay. Yeah. Caleb is kind of struggling to tell Spencer that they got married. They got secret married. Yeah, they don't tell anybody. They yeah. just just because uh, they're keep really, the lid they're on really not one. in it for the glory. They're just in it for the love. <laughs> I don't want to shove this marriage in anyone's face or anything like that. They're very humble. Yeah. Um. And then Mary Drake somehow meets up with Spencer. Unclear how they made contact to have like, this meeting in the first place. I thought Mary Drake said her goodbyes and that she was never to be seen again. Yeah, I remember when she's all like, want to run away? And Spencer's like, I'm good. And then she was like, goodbye then. Um, but she didn't leave, which is good because uh, I guess as a parting gift, she's giving the Lost Woods Motel to Spencer and Allison. And yeah. she wants them to maybe mortgage it and use it for lawyers. That's she's what like, Spencer's guess is. You're in deep shit and you need lawyers. She does say that. I, yeah. Like, you're going to need a good explicitly. lawyer. Yeah. Spencer's hair is straight in this episode. And it's just like, it's so hard to tell what's going on. Like, does her hair mean anything? This whole twin <laughs> thing is throwing me off. So now I'm just taking note of what everybody's hair looks like. <laughs> It's stupid. It's longer on one side, but then it's also longer on the other side, depending, like depending on, like, the on cut. The angle. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really understand what's going yeah, on. Yeah, it's not clear. It's not clear. Spencer's all like, thanks. Mary Drake's like, no problem. Yeah, they, like, hold hands. She takes Spencer's hand, and you're just like, K. No, Spencer takes her hand. Oh. And you're like, K. <laughs> and Mary Drake is just, like, a fucking ghost. She's so fucking creepy like i feel that she doesn't even walk she hovers and like floats like a ghost like a dementor and yeah. she also just always speaks like uh like a ghoul i know she's got like the deep <laughs> deep ghostly voice of a haunted soul yeah wa- doomed to walk the earth alone <laughs> for all eternity i'm convinced that mary drake is actually jessica de Laurentiis's ghost that could be it she never had a twin she never had a twin. She just had a ghost. She and was the, the one that was in Radley. ghostly as fuck. It's just like, Spencer, I want to give you the Lost Woods Motel. Oh <laughs> my <laughs> god. Oh my god. Is that a good ghost voice? That was a good ghost voice. Yeah. I believed it. Um, <laughs> with the, the, the only times we see Emily and, and Allison alone together, they're, it's pretty dark. Like They're back on the couch. Yeah. And Emily's like, yo, I'm not going to let anybody hurt you. Allison's like, let's be realistic. We're probably going to jail. What's going to happen to this baby? Yeah, what is going to happen to this baby? Emily's all like, promises I can't keep. I'm going to keep you guys safe. Nothing bad's going to happen. It's nice. It's sweet. But I think the full weight of the consequences, possible consequences of what they're up against uh, does start to, uh, they start to feel that. Yeah. Yeah. They, They are definitely feeling that. Um, it's a lot to handle. Mm-hmm. And Ezra tries to stop Arya from confessing to the police. Yeah, and I, I don't know, like, this did, I guess we can talk about this a little bit later on, but his, like, the way that he's going about it and, like, how creepy he is about 
I guess, like, obviously he wants to protect Arya, but, like, it makes me feel like he's AD. I know, I know. And then not just that, but, like, my thing here is he should just take the fucking fall. Yeah, he should. If you love Arya that much, yeah. after everything you've done, yeah. you go confess, buddy. Oh my god, that's such a good point. He's all like, why do, why do you feel accountable to your friends when like they fucked you over? And it's like, you fucked her over way worse than that. Yep. She fucked over her friends and they're mad at her, like a normal amount of mad at her, I think. Like they'll get over it. I totally agree with you. Like he should go to jail because out of everyone, he most deserves to go to jail. He does most deserve to go to jail, so... That's my, that's my challenge to Ezra. <laughs> go to jail. Just go to jail, go to jail, go to jail. Okay, so then it's pie time. And yep. and then Caleb ends up going right into the, like, Spencer and Hannah are alone for, like, 30 seconds. And they turn back and Caleb's just gone. He's and gone he, inside. And he just goes rogue and he confronts Mona yeah. and take and eats her pie. <laughs> yep, yep. And, uh, and he, he was like enjoying your pie like so <laughs> there's so many weird christina wanted to bring up how caleb makes all these like weird food references and like kind yeah of, they're, they're kind like, of, like thinly veiled sexual innuendo yeah just like pie tuna rolls etc what, what else you know probably it but it That's stands it. out as too much <laughs> two is too many exactly there's a weird reference to area 51 yeah like <laughs> Caleb's like, this is an Area 51, but then I was thinking, like, Rosewood equals Roswell. If that's <laughs> And Pennsylvania going on, equals New Mexico. Shit is getting extraterrestrial. Uh, wait, wait a minute. Is AD ET? Maybe we're just thinking about this, like, all, all mm. wrong. Mm-hmm. It's actually just, like, an extraterrestrial, like, sci-fi mm-hmm. thriller. I mean, it, it does have elements of the supernatural a la Ravenswood. Maybe this can be a new segment later on. Who in Rosewood is most likely to be an alien? Let's bring that back later. That Mona. Let's circle. No, I just said. <laughs> okay, we'll come back to that later. <laughs> nothing. I said nothing. <laughs> um. Then, then Caleb is like, starts getting all threatening, and then like, then she starts running away, and Hannah starts chasing her, and like everyone, this guy like gets in the way. It's like pretty stupid. Mm-hmm. And then they like get to the bathroom, and uh, and she's not there. You're just like. It's fucking Mona. Like, what did you think? What did you yeah, think was like gonna she's just gonna run away to a random location that didn't have a secret passageway out? Unlikely. You guys have learned nothing. <laughs> These fucking several years, you've just learned shit all. They were like, "Where is she? She couldn't have flushed herself down the toilet." I was like, "Moaning Myrtle." Yeah. Seriously. Anyone? Moaning she's enough. obviously a ghost. It's that way that you get into the Ministry of Magic, you flush yourself <laughs> down the toilet. Zloop. <laughs> um. <laughs> That would be a great crossover. It would. Harry Potter meets Pretty Little ref- Liars. Yeah, we've done it so many times. I know. It's like, remember how we, remember that time we did like, which characters <laughs> yeah, were they? We like, sorted which, them. We sorted them into their houses. <laughs> that was oh great. Oh my God. That was so fucking great. Um, yeah, so then they have to go down this like dark passageway mm-hmm. and Caleb's like, Hannah, I'm not, I don't want you going down any more holes. Again. <laughs> Everything Caleb says this season is so sexually weird to me. And like, ever, like the thing is that Caleb's really sexy. Like he has fuck vibes <laughs> with everyone he meets. Like there's like he had fuck vibes with that guy that got in his way. There's bail of yeah, fuck vibes with that guy for sure. This guy's like, like Are we? Ashley, Marin, Mona, um, Spencer. Like he's just, man in diner. Man, man in diner. Man shoved in diner. <laughs> 
they do this like weird back and forth dance and the guy's like should i <laughs> kiss <laughs> and it's just like <laughs> so Kayla's like Hannah you're not going down there and Mm -hmm. Hannah's like I'll go down there if I fucking want and he's like no and then him and Spencer go down together I like how he's like Spencer you can risk your life but not my beloved not my wifey wifey. and then he just turns around and he's like we're married (laughs) (laughs) yeah they get like five steps in Caleb's like I have something to tell you no he doesn't even say that no he just goes Hannah and I got married tonight and Spencer's like what and then she's and then scene two uh that is so fucking weird she's like don't you be afraid to tell me and don't you say you're sorry for us being together and don't you ever forget it because i know i won't and i was like what oh my god spencer oh and then she was like oh no wonder hannah's not allowed to go down the tunnel and then she says all those weird things that was so weird of a thing to say like he didn't say i i'm i regret us being together and i We'll for- I intend to forget what happened between us, Spencer. No, no one so, said that. So why did she bring that up? She's fucking weird. They're down in a hole. I don't know. <laughs> There's less oxygen down there, obviously. <laughs> Secret tunnels do make people say crazy things. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So then, back in Ezreal land, mm-hmm. they're, like, trying to figure out what they're going to do with the body. And mm-hmm. Ezra's like, we got to get rid of this body. And Ari's like, we don't know how to get rid of a body. And what does Ezra say? I have a master's degree in American literature. There's nothing I can't handle. What the fuck does this mean? I don't understand this is meant to be a joke or serious because it falls so flat and is such a weird thing to say and I don't understand it. It's not It's not a good joke. <laughs> and also, like, it's a plot hole because I feel like when did he get this master's degree? I know. Never mentioned it before. So maybe it's just a joke? Anyways. <laughs> it's a bad joke. It's just a horrible joke. And then they go out to the car and, yeah, body's gone, so. Well. I ain't nothing in that trunk but a spare tire. Uh, then we see, finally, the scene that we've all been waiting for. Oh my god, this scene is so stupid. <laughs> what does it even mean? The he's coming for you scene. That they reshot. And yeah. It's t- completely different. Yeah. It's so stupid. Why did they do that first scene in the first place? This is a mistake. It's a mistake. It's a mistake. <laughs> and it turns out that it was all a dream. It was Emily's motherfucking dream. She's like, and she falls off the couch and she's like, I fell asleep. Like, literally, I fell asleep. Yeah. She, I don't know why. She wakes <laughs> up on the floor. That's what I'm saying. She fell. She wakes up on the asleep. fucking floor. Yeah. She literally fell asleep. She just like wakes up. She's like, what the fuck? Like, Allie's still on the couch just where she left off. Yeah. Like, she's just sitting on the couch. <laughs> Emily's on the floor. And they're like, what? The what? And Emily's like, what just happened? I fell asleep. Emily's kind of like got this vibe of like, did you just have the same dream I had? <laughs> yeah. Did we both just in, like experience the same weird dream logic? Oh, and it's God. like, what the fuck are you talking what about? What are you saying? So that was pretty much stupid as fuck and had no point in being in the show. Waste of time, waste of time. Um, but in the dream, I just got to say that like like the dead body of Archer Dunhill mm. or whatever that guy's name is, like grabs Allie from like inside a wall. It's really creepy. He's like a zombie hand with no fingy. Yeah. Sick yeah. It's, it's, it's gross as fuck. And Emily is just like, and she's like in slow motion she's like yeah and it's just like yeah doesn't go well yeah and then i guess i i guess i sort of jumped ahead a little bit when we talked about the spencer 
and Caleb scene because then mm-hmm. she, he says Hannah and I are married and I'm just thinking like her retort is Toby and I banged <laughs> don't worry we're on the same page it's like yeah no we're all good it's the same thing it's That's the same the same, it's the same, same. same then they're at the bell tower yep they're at the bell tower and they see Mona and she's changed her outfit and her hair and she's loser Mona yeah and then they confront her and Mona tries to kill Hannah. Like, she just all of a sudden goes absolutely insane. And it's just like, bah! And they scuffle. And she tries to push Hannah off the fucking I bell actually tower. was, like, very concerned in this moment. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Do not push Hannah. Do not. I know. That would be so bad. That would be so bad. And upsetting. then they pushed Mona. And I thought they were actually going to kill Mona for one second. And then. I know. I thought she was going to fall right off. But everyone's okay. No one's dead. Uh, no one's dead. Um. But we start to learn a little bit more and she starts to, like, Mona starts to talk about Charlotte. So, you know, the whole who killed Charlotte is going to obviously be revealed here at the bell tower. Yeah, so it's kind of like, then she didn't, I don't know, she kind of, you see a flashback. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, do you see a flashback at that time? I think you see a flashback, but you don't see her actually kill oh, anybody. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you see a flashback where... Mona called Charlotte to meet her at the top of the bell tower. They have a confrontation at the top of the bell tower. They do, and like it, then Mona's got like a screwdriver to to Charlotte, and then the, but that doesn't happen. Mona's like, I watched you for five years, and I saw that you were tricking all the doctors, and they all thought that you were being rehabilitated, but you weren't. And Charlotte was like, Now that I'm out, I'm gonna start the game again. And then Mona's like, No, you're not. I don't want you to start the game again. I will and then she, your back. I, I will screw. I said she puts the screws. and i was really proud of myself and uh but then like that doesn't really go down so that's fine and then they don't know where the body is because apparently got stolen at this point and then the game kind of is still going oh yeah because now they have all the puzzle pieces and it's turned into like a pokemon go scenario yeah so they they collect crazy mona and as they're leaving the bell tower after mona has tried to push hannah and Hannah's like, they're like, let's go to the cops. And Hannah's like, no, <laughs> Mona's still cool by me, even though she just tried to murder me again. Mm-hmm. And then the two she remaining really can puzzle never admit pieces. It. She's always protecting Mona, always protecting Lucas. I know. Maybe Hannah's AD. Yeah, I know. And then they have the two remaining puzzle pieces. They go and they put them in. And it's like, bloop, 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 you win. And then the phone in the game becomes like Pokemon Go augmented reality. But it doesn't tell them anything. And uh, it scans the eyes. And then it's like, nee, 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 walk over to Aunt Carol's house. That's where the body is. Yeah. And they They're go like, there. Where would there be a body? I don't know, a grave? I don't know, Charles's grave, maybe? <laughs> maybe there. So then, then they've got shovels. Meanwhile, I thought every, all the shovels in town were gone. I know, you're all like, hey, wait a second, where'd they get shovels from? And I was like, yes, that is the question of There's this like scene. Somebody, <laughs> like some old, like, haven't been a shovel in this town since... <laughs> 1975. It's like the prohibition of shovels. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> it really is. Mona's got them all in her apartment. I know. Maybe they went back there to get some. Maybe that's where, yeah. That could be where they got them. But there's a great little scene where finally the liars say some things that make sense. Arya's like, they're like, okay, let's dig up this body. And Arya's like, wait, 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 wait. Hold the phone. Maybe it's like crazy is as crazy does. <laughs> Maybe... To stop the crazy, we gotta stop acting crazy. Maybe we should stop doing what AD tells us to do and start doing normal things. Like normal people. Like normal people. And everyone's like, interesting suggestion. But then someone comes in through the crane. And as they're leaving, they're like, okay, good, good call. And they try to leave. And then 
who shows up. The police, the police got you this time, girls. You're caught fucking red-handed. Tanner's like, interesting. I thought all the shovels had been confiscated. <laughs> but I brought this big, 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 giant mechanical shovel. Ha, 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 you fucking idiots. Gotcha, bitch. To the police station. And she's so happy, Linda. She looks like the cat that she ate like the canary. In. She's yeah. just like... Smizing. She walks in like <laughs> slow clapping for herself. She's like, she just struts in there like Beyonce and Tyra Banks at the same time. Like she's just so in love with herself. You know what, Linda? Gotta hand it to you. You go, girl. You really got your girls. Um. Yeah. And then like she's, they're all in this room, and there's like a two-way mirror, and they can see her, Linda Tanner, talking to Mary Drake. Why Linda Tanner would let them see that? Why she would even keep them all together? Like, the first thing you do when you, like, arrest a group of suspects is you separate them so they don't, like, like, collude together and, like, make a story that they all will stick to. Uh, That's obviously not the strategy or the methodology of the Rosewood Police Department. She's like, I'm going to book the fuck out of you. But first, (laughs) I just got to do this one thing. I just got to reveal to you classified evidence in this case. And then Mary Drake confesses to murdering Archer Dunhill and her sister. And she's going to go to jail. She's taking the fall. She's like, it's a little surprise for Spencer there. Mama's got your back. Yeah, and she does obviously her confession all in her ominous... uh, lighthouse keeper voice where he's just like well Archer Donhill had tricked me and he knew that I killed Jessica so he then he made me do bad things and then he was going to kill my niece so I had to kill him and and then so Linda comes back into the liars and she's like I know you guys fucking did it but I can't prove it because I'm a shit shitty shitty detective and she's like I know what the district attorney wants he wants a nice straight story clean Put a bow on it, yeah. tie it up. Yeah. I got this great confession. The story makes sense. She definitely murdered at least one person. So, let's so, put her in jail and call it a day. And then she's just like, remember this day and like how lucky you were. <laughs> it's just like the weirdest. Like, remember <laughs> all the times that I fucked up as a cop and this is just another example. But it's weird because she still seems really pleased with herself. Yeah, she's so happy. <laughs> it's so weird. She's still using like the same tone she used when she like had evidence against them and was yeah, going to like exactly. get them. And um, at the beginning when she came back, she's like, I'm back and I'm going to fucking nail you guys to the fucking cross. But she still has the same attitude, but, but like the tables but, yeah, have really but just, turned. But just... Or you guys are just gonna leave and nothing bad's gonna happen. Yeah. But either she's way, like, she's like, huh? <laughs> she's smiling the whole time. What a fucking weirdo! She's like, time for pie. Like she just yeah. leaves. I don't know Tanner's ad. <laughs> Probably. Like, what the hell's going on with her? She's so weird. Um, um, then they're like, they have to go take Mona, they're like taking care of Mona and Hannah feels really bad because she's like, I'm the one who introduced her to the game. So now she's crazy again and it's all my fault. Gotta yeah. say, yeah. It's true. Mona done on fell off one. the wagon because you pushed her off. Yeah, man. You didn't have to do that. One thing. What? Mary Drake does the shush on the <gasps> way out. Oh yeah. Spencer's like, can I please talk to her? And Tanner's like, I don't think that's a good idea. And then as she walks out, she's just like, shh. It was really good. It was probably it was the good. best of the series. And then, okay, we go back to Mona's memory about the, and so, like, it's very confusing, because at first you're like, okay, Mona killed Charlotte, and then he goes back, and then it's like, oh, actually, Mona didn't kill Charlotte. And then, you see that she, like, they get into another struggle, she pushes Charlotte up against the thing, and then Charlotte just collapses to the ground, because, like, a metal bar type of thing, like, 
punctured her the back of her neck. Like, ever so gently. Just like a scrape, just like an outline. It was very reminiscent to me of when Shan- Shana... Shanshana? Shanshana fell off the stage and like, just died for no reason. People in this show be dying. They're so like, frail. You get shot, you don't die. You never die. No one's ever died Never shot. You get blown up by a bomb, you never die. No. You never die. You get hit by a car. You get stabbed by a tiny knife by Emily. Yeah. You die. You die. You, you, um, you hit your head, just, eh. A little bit? You die. You get a little scrape on your neck? You dead. die. Tetanus. I, I we were talking about how it was quick, fast acting tetanus. <laughs> it was some sort of crazy new type of tetanus that's just like, you de- you're dead. It happens real fast. You know what else happens real fast? The game is over. It's done. The Dead. sun just rises, like, literally in one second. It's yeah. just like... Brrr. No, it doesn't even rise. It's just, like... Turned on. It's... It's it's day. It's just, like, night, day. Yeah. Game's so over. So Mona accidentally killed Charlotte, and then she's being, like, super insane. She's like, that's, like, whatever killed her was just waiting in the bell tower all this time. We're just waiting to kill Charlotte. Like, she says something so weird like that that I was just like, bell tower is so weird. Fuck, the bell tower is such a bad place. The game's over. They're like, okay, I guess it's done now. AD has nothing on us because we're not at risk of going to jail for killing anybody anymore. Yeah, and then they're like, are you sure? And Spencer's like, IDK. I'm not sure about anything. Except you guys. You guys. Let's make a pact. Friendship forever. That's what friends are for. The good times and bad times. I'll be on your side forevermore. That's what friends are for. That's basically what happens. That's what happens. and But then it's just, she's just like, I love you guys. And then it's like, no, I can't forget this evening. No, you're It's a face. much creepier version of that song. Yes. Though. It's like, a, it's like, no, I can't. It's creepy. It's like Bob Dylan's <laughs> cover of it's Mariah creepy. Carey's cover of Phil Collins's Without You. <laughs> it's so it's so weird and it seems very misplaced and i don't know if it has like some sort of hidden meaning i don't know i don't see what like i can't live if living is without you yeah and ad it's an ad ending scene ad has the puzzle pieces the game has like deactivated and is literally driving off into the sunset it's a sunset now where are they what time is this (laughs) time how does time work? What time is it, Mr. Wolf? The only thing the PLL has done is confuse me about time. Oh my god, yes. I could write a fucking thesis on, like, how time doesn't work in Rosewood. No. It's like, a day is a month, but a month is a day. And, like, night <laughs> is day, and day later. is night, and it's five years later. And that was a dream, and, like, what the fuck? There are a lot of unanswered questions, and the time fucking... It's a time warp. They're in a time warp. Yeah. They're like just doomed. They're like in a fucking time spiral. It's and fucking Groundhog Day. <laughs> yeah, like the worst Groundhog Day. So that's that. That that was it. That was the episode. That was the end of the episode. Segments. Who died? Who died? Who, Who died? died? Well, Archer Dunhill is dead. He he comes back to life as a zombie in Emily's dream. He has no fingy dingy. And also. Minus one fingy dingy. And, but then we also find out that uh, how Charlotte died. That was the question. That was a burning question of the series. And we finally learned what it is. And be, to be honest, like, I, did I don't not give, give a, a shit. Fuck. I don't fucking care. Like, if we never found out who killed Charlotte, I would not be upset. I literally, out of all the answers that I hope to have, 
That's not one of them. No. I don't really give a shit. And I think I'm not even surprised that it's Mona. Like that just makes sense. Like it doesn't shock yeah. me. Like who she's killed other people, hasn't she? She's a murderer. She's a murderer. She's like also obsessed with the game. Like, yeah, of course. It's Mona <laughs> it's Mona at every turn. Yeah. Mona, Mona, Mona. Can't get away. Next. I will go down with this ship. It's one of the last times I'm gonna do that. Oh my god. Don't make me sad. <laughs> um well mm-hmm. best ship hmm this one's a toughie <laughs> isn't it yeah it is tough we've gone through we've had we've gone through so many ships in our time together um i have an idea i'll say mine if you are still thinking about yours i'd like to hear yours i ship mary drake and linda tannarelli <laughs> like or just like mary drake and the world like i'm yeah. really into mary drake's She's like... It's more like Mary Drake against the world. Mary Drake v. world. Yeah. Like, I just love her character. Like, she's just so fucking haunted. Like, she's she haunted. She is not a ghost. Like, she is a haunted person. Like, yeah. she's like, if a house that was haunted was a person. A person. <laughs> like, I know. Like, I fully expect her to always be walking around with, like, a handheld <laughs> lantern. Just and also, like... like, when you walk by her, there's just, like, voices whispering, like, has, 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 has. <laughs> Yes, and I imagine also that she has no reflection. No. And when she walks by you, it's really cold. Yeah. Like, I feel a presence. And it's like, there is a presence because it's a person, but it's something else, too. Also. Something dark, something ominous. I just, I love her. She has, like, a, she would have her own theme song, you know? Yeah, and it would just be, like, ominous tones. It would just be, like, It'd be, like, a theremin. Yeah. And, like, all the lowest notes on an organ. (laughs) Yeah, like, (laughs) 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 It would be that. (laughs) Mary Drake summed up. And I ship her, I ship her and fucking Spencer, like, not obviously romantically, like, mother-daughter. I love it. She's like, I want to give you the world. I want to bail you out. I want to, I'm going to fucking confess for murder for you. Like, that's like insane mom shit. Like, the next time that my mom gives me a hard time about all the things she does for me, I'm going to be like, (laughs) did you ever bail me out for murder? Did you ever confess to a murder I committed though? No, you didn't, Althea. So. (laughs) Cool your jets. Cool your jets, ma. Okay. Could be worse. It'll be fucking worse. She'll be like, what are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> You're a gigantic disappointment. <laughs> You're so not. Thanks, Alex. She would never say that. Well, I think I ship Arya and Archer Dunhill's body. <laughs> they did have good chemistry. They had good chemistry. I don't know. I felt like maybe there was a makeout coming on. I, I liked know. the back and forth. <laughs> it was, was like, definitely a two-way conversation. <laughs> it really was. She was like, do you think I should do it? And it was like, thump, thump. <laughs> It was just like, that was too much. Otherwise, like, yeah, Mary Drake and Spencer, and then Arya and a dead body. Those were the two ships of the episode. Nothing else was romantic. What did you love most about uh, Arya and the dead body? I liked that generally she just went from being very sane to completely crazy <laughs> in the matter, a matter of two seconds. Like, well, she was like, got my keys, getting in the car, full crazy. Yeah. It, it was almost like there was something in the air. Mm-hmm. That made her go bananas. Um, but you know, they say love makes you crazy. Yeah, man, that's because you love them so much. So that is a great ship. I would go down with that ship for shall. <laughs> well, he already did. <laughs> R.I.P. Downtown. Yeah. Wait, are we talking about sex stuff or are we talking about dying? Dying. Oh, okay. Down like six feet I under. also ship Caleb and Mona's pie. <laughs> Caleb and Mona's pie. 
why. Caleb, I shoved Caleb and the dude that he sh- that they shoved in the restaurant. <laughs> and his should we fuck vibes with that yeah. fat man. Yeah. <laughs> Caleb, Caleb, this is Caleb. I shoved Caleb in the world. <laughs> Caleb could literally have chemistry with every single thing like with inanimate objects you see him just like sticking his dick in a tailpipe you're just like what are you doing but it looks good he was giving me vibes the car was giving me vibes and everyone's like i'm cool with that i think this car was dtf raising its eyebrows at me (laughs) oh my god um okay my new segment person in rosewood most likely to be uh an alien from another planet (laughs) well we already know what i think (laughs) Mona. She's way too smart. She's like, has, she struggles to exist in real life. She's addicted to playing the game. She's too smart. She's like omnipresent. So she's definitely an alien. Not of this kind. What do you think? My vote is uh, either Mary Drake, because she's from a planet of ghosts, (laughs) or... Planet of the ghosts. Or... Emily Fields. Yeah, she's... She looks like she just got here. She's a time-traveling ghost. I mean, alien. She's a time-traveling alien. She comes from a place where time maybe doesn't exist or something like that. Yeah. Um, She always looks like th- th- today is her first day. Her first day, yeah. Her first she day. Takes, she takes little trips back to her home planet. And then she comes back and she's forgotten she's like, all what? the ways to be a person. She's like, I've seen the humans because be confused. time passes differently on her home planet. So she goes back. She's there for like a year. But then when she comes back, she's like in the same moment. She's and like, what? And she's like, huh? Huh? No what? time has passed on and her. And she's always just like, what? Yeah. Like that is literally. Her life is just a big head scratch. <laughs> If all of the girls were emojis, oh my god, another segment. Oh my <laughs> all god. of the girls, let's make it. Which okay. which emoji is most uh, indicative? Let's or do the, all the liars. Iconic of the liars. Emily would be the um the 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 finger on the chin or the head scratch emoji, whichever one that is. Is there a head scratch emoji? I just made that up. Okay. Somebody well, make that. Somebody make that. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a head scratch emoji is definitely necessary. Oh, it's this one. It's the one where it's like I don't know this yeah. one. Yeah, the girl who's like, huh? I DK. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's Arya? Uh, the crazy one who talks in dead bodies. Which one? Let me see. Arya's this clown one. <laughs> Arya's a scary clown. No, Arya's like the tongue out, one eye closed one. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Hannah is also the IDK one, but. Mm, but with shopping bags which one (laughs) the one with shopping bags is there one with shopping bags (laughs) Allie's the pregnant emoji but she's also she has a crown she's like the queen bee pregnant emoji a little cross between them and Spencer is the the twins the nerd emoji oh the twins emoji (laughs) Spencer's the fucking twins emoji we didn't even go classic emoji we went like deep into the emoji yeah there's so uh, many weird ones well those are my my new segments I think those are pretty dope Toby's the puppy emoji <laughs> okay. That's all I got. Caleb is the uh is the eggplant emoji. <laughs> Caleb is the eggplant emoji. <laughs> Mary Drake is like the ghost emoji mixed with like the skull and crossbones emoji. <laughs> like keep out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ezra is the uh the, the bar the barfing emoji. <laughs> Ezra's the barf emoji. Ezra's the creepy teacher emoji. <laughs> And uh, Detective Barry Maple is the cute cop emoji. Oh my god. Hot cop alert. What else? Um, what about rash decisions? There's so many. My favorite rash decision of this episode 
episode was when they were all just like, let's just put our shovels down and walk away. I thought that was actually rash because it was like out of place for them in the sense that it was like a moment of common sense in 12 years of ridiculous decisions. Like why now guys? Why now? Why now? Why this moment? How come now? Uh, that's, what about yours? Um, I thought, yeah, I thought it was pretty rash decision when, I don't know, actually, I can't really think of it. I thought it, like, in general, it was a rash decision to follow the game's lead and go to the, her Aunt Carol's house. Oh, yeah, yeah, It's like, you know what? (laughs) Why? Why are we looking, what's happening right now? And then you get there and you're just like, never mind. Yeah, but it wasn't really (laughs) much of a rash decision episode. I mean, like, the meeting... Mona at the pie place and then yeah. following her down a hole. That was kind of a rash decision. Hannah almost got killed off the bell tower. So wait, now that I'm thinking about it, did that secret passage under the diner lead them to the bell tower? Like yes. that's where they came out? Yes. That's fucked. It's like a game of Clue. You just go through that secret passageway then you're in the conservatory. I have to say something. Secret passageways really scare me. They frighten me. Oh, so I just probably shouldn't tell you about the one here in this house. Is that Mary Drake's theme song? (laughs) Yeah, actually, just to go back to Mary Drake's theme song for one second, it would be the lowest notes on an organ, a theremin, and a choir of creepies. Um, Okay, but here, uh, this touches on something interesting. This Mm. bell tower Mm -hmm. episode. I mean, situation. Hannah didn't go with them, but somehow she manages to still almost get herself killed. Oh, true. What happened there? So Hannah's rash decision, rash decision was to follow them. However she followed them, it's not even really clear. It's like, clear. Hannah, this is why you can't come. <laughs> because you're going to almost be murdered. You're so naive. You're just going to get fucking killed. I think that, like, Hannah's inability to see the bad in people who are legitimately bad is actually getting on my nerves now. Yeah, it's like, you're always defending Lucas. You're always defending Mona. You know what? I get it. They're your friends. But just, like, when someone's being a fucking idiot, just let them be an idiot. Yeah. Stop trying to defend them. Yeah. It's not your job. Agreed. She's just really loyal. Like a puppy. Like a like puppy a stupid, dog. adorable puppy. True dat, true dat, true dat. Uh, who is A.D.? Not Mona. Bum, bum, bum. We thought it was Mona for a sec, for a hot minute. For a hot second, I did think it was Mona. I think it's Ezra. I think you might be right. I think Ezra is so fucking creepy. I think it's Ezra and Ren. Ooh. Renzra. Kate, the... like, because we still don't under- know what's going on with this Ren thing. The Ren it's thing. It's someone's twin. Someone's twin is involved. And Ezra, it's like, maybe it's Ezra, and Ezra's the only one who knows about this twin. But what does Ren have to do with that, do you Ren, think? it's Melissa's twin. It's Spencer's twin. I don't know. I don't know. I'm so tired from this. Like, <laughs> I feel like I'm emotionally exhausted from this show. It has taken a lot out of us. Um, I think that Ren, I mean, we have, it has been confirmed that Ren is part of the, the big final reveal. I think that Ezra is just... He can never be trusted, and he is, like, such a flip-flopper. Like, I feel like he always is very, like, his emotions and his stance are always very, like, intensely in one direction, Mm -hmm. and then they'll just be completely different. Yeah, it's true. And to me, that is, like, he's just always reacting to the situation, and he's just being whatever the situation calls for, so, like, I don't know who he is and, like, what he stands for. I I, I agree. Like, he's fucked. And then in the (laughs) promo for the next episode... Yeah. Arya's like, I can't marry Ezra. 
And I wonder why. Because she's AD? Because <laughs> I'm AD? Who's AD? Oh my god, it's going to be so weird and it's a three hour thing. Well, only two hours of the actual episode. You'll know by the end of the second hour who AD oh is. Oh my god, I'm so... Okay, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Are you? Because it looks like a big stress on you right it's, now. It's stressful, but I'm really looking forward to it. This show... It, you know, it's coming to a close. I think people are upset about it, but at the same token, it's time. I totally agree. I think it's it's past its prime. It's a little ripe. It's a little ripe. It's time yeah. to be over. So I think on that note, we'll get, we'll catch you guys next week for our final episode. The final episode of Two Can Keep a Secret. Yeah. We will talk to you then. Bye, yay, Bye, bye. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Two Can Keep a Secret. Let us know if you have any favorite episodes you want us to review. You can reach us by email at poorasshoes2 at gmail.com, on Instagram, or on Facebook. Stay tuned, and until next time, we're Poor, poor as Shoes. shoes.